listening to Behind the Sidelines podcast with Angel Figueroa. Hi, I'm Angel Figueroa, and you're listening to Behind the Sidelines, your podcast for all things Orlando Magic every week. Being an Orlando native and a Magic fan my whole life, I've decided to create this show to have a place where we can talk about Magic basketball as much as we want. If that sounds like your kind of thing, then come on over and tune in every Friday and listen to Behind the Sidelines. You won't be disappointed. Now, get ready. Here is Angel Figueroa with Behind the Sidelines Podcast. What's up, Orlando Magic fans? You're listening to Behind the Sidelines. I'm your host, Angel Figueroa, and today is November 14th of 2019. On this week's episode, we'll be discussing the first three games of the Magic's five-game homestand against the Memphis Grizzlies. Indiana Pacers and Philadelphia 76ers and before we get started if you want to follow me on Facebook or Instagram on Facebook that would be behind the sidelines and on Instagram that would be behind the sidelines 407 so let's get started with the first game of this homestand against the Memphis Grizzlies the magic were coming off a back-to-back on a road trip and had lost four in a row before this game so they really needed this win pretty desperately Uh, the offense in this game looked very very crisp a lot of ball movement. The Magic had 24 assists and chopped 47% from the field. Uh, Still struggled from the three-point line, shooting 7 of 28 from range, but overall it looked like the offense was at least getting good shots, which is a good encouraging sign. And with the Magic struggling so much from the three-point line, it's a good thing to see them getting to the basket and forcing uh, foul calls and getting to the free throw line. They were 23 for 27 on this night from the free throw line, so that is very good. The Magic also heavily out-rebounded the Grizzlies. Uh, 57 to 36. That's a huge advantage in the paint, definitely. And they also got 12 offensive rebounds to the Grizzlies' four. Even though they were not making three-point shots, they were always on the boards, battling on the boards, trying to get second-chance opportunities. The defense was an absolute terror on this night. The Magic were active the whole game, um, led by Jonathan Isaac, who in the previous game against Dallas had six blocks, and he had four in this one, and he got started early on one of the first plays of the game. John Morant drove to the basket, tried to put up a left-hand layup, and Isaac was right there to block it out of bounds. Jonathan Isaac, I mean, he's definitely, definitely one of the front runners for Defensive Player of the Year, as we've discussed before, and deserves a lot of recognition from the national media if he's not getting it already he should be so the magic held the grizzlies to 37.2 percent field goal shooting which is great and only eight points in the fourth quarter now that's what i call defense um the magic scored 34 points in the fourth quarter and really ran away with this one at that point they forced 18 turnovers on the grizz and the magic only had nine um so they took care of the ball and played great defense to force turnovers and for the second game in a row they had at least 10 box and 10 steals as a team in this one shows their activity is very very good on defense the standouts in this game were Nikola Vucevic he had 23 points 
16 rebounds and 6 assists with 2 steals as well. As well as Jonathan Isaac who had 22 points, 8 rebounds and 4 blocks as we had mentioned previously. Evan Fournier had 19 points, 7 rebounds and 6 assists. And Aaron Gordon had 17 points in this one. All of the you know main guys for this team definitely had good nights in this game against Memphis. DJ Augustine also contributed off the bench with 13 points in 24 minutes. Definitely good efforts from all of those guys. And the final score in this one was the Magic 118 to the Grizzlies 86. So now we will move on to the second game of this five-game homestand against the Indiana Pacers. Um, this was on November 10th. Uh, the offense was actually really, really good in this game, especially in the first half. 60 points for the Magic in the first half. That was a great, great first half for them. But they kind of really uh, lacked on defense the entire game. Um, for the entire game, the Indiana Pacers shot 52.2% and 45% from the three-point line. Definitely not a great defensive effort from the Magic in this one, which is ironic because if their offense is going well, you think their defense would say the same, but that is not the case in this one. So the Magic gave up 109 points to the Indiana Pacers in this one. As I said, the Magic scored 60 points in the first half, but but only scored 42 in the second. And the problem was really in the third quarter, they kind of really couldn't get anything going out of the third quarter. Uh, That's been a trend for the Magic this season. They will let teams crawl back into the game in the third quarter. That is something they have to do. They have to come out of halftime a lot better than they have been. Uh, They only scored 17 points to the Pacers' 30 in the third quarter and that was really uh one of the big differences in the game tj mcconnell for the pacers really got going on pick and roll uh with demonis sabonis he was hitting a lot of little mid-range jumpers below the free throw line that really killed us we could have defended these a lot better the big in these situations most of the time was nikola vucevic he could have very much just stepped up higher on those switches Although I know that the Magic are definitely a team that uh, likes to lay back and let the guard shoot the mid-range jumper because it is obviously not one of the more efficient shots in the NBA. But in this case, if a guy has it going and gets a couple of buckets in the same exact spot, I think you have to adjust a little bit to stop the bleeding at that point. So as I was saying, the Magic had a pretty good offensive game in this one. They ended up scoring 102 points. Uh, and made 15 three-pointers, which is definitely the highest amount of threes made in the season. But yeah, we couldn't get it done because the defense was slacking and really weren't getting out to the Pacers shooters. We didn't make any adjustments when they got hot. Demonis Abonis really uh, killed us in the paint. He was one of the standouts in this game with 21 points, 16 rebounds, and 7 assists, as well as Malcolm Brogdon, who had 19 points, 5 rebounds, and 8 assists. TJ Warren had 19 points for the Pacers. And off the bench, which were huge difference makers in this game, Doug McDermott had 18 points and 6 rebounds, and TJ McConnell had 12 points and 8 assists 
off of that bench. For the Magic, um, Evan Fournier definitely did a good job in this one. Had 22 points and 6 assists. Um, went 6 of 8 from 3-point range, which is great for him. Nikola Vucevic also had a solid game. 18 points and 17 rebounds. As well as Terrence Ross, who finally got... Uh, things really going in this one. He had 12 points, uh, 5 of 6 shooting from the field, and 2 of 3 from 3-point range, so that's an encouraging sign. Hopefully that continues and he can round into form like he did last year and really get that Human Torch name back and start lighting it up for the Magic because they desperately need offense off of that bench. But yes, the final score in this one was the Pacers 109, the Magic 102. A pretty disappointing loss considering the Magic were up basically the whole game up until the fourth quarter. They really let this one slip away. It was a very winnable game and they just have to do better next time. Now, moving on to the last game uh, against the Philadelphia 76ers last night. Uh, I did attend this game. I went to the Amway Center and saw this game live. Uh, great energy from the crowd. Always a good time going to the Amway Center. If you've never been, I highly suggest going to watch the Orlando Magic live. Definitely a fun experience for the whole family. So this was really a huge game for the Magic. This was technically the Markel Fultz game, although we do have many other players from the Philadelphia 76ers that started their careers out with the Philadelphia 76ers. Uh, That includes Nikola Vucevic, um, Markel Fultz, as we mentioned before, Michael Carter-Williams, definitely a couple guys that were looking for revenge on this night. But yes, this was a great effort uh, against the Philadelphia 76ers. Really good energy throughout the whole game. The Magic played good defense throughout the whole game, holding the 76ers to 8 of 30 from the three-point line. Definitely were constantly getting out to their shooters and making it difficult for the Sixers to get anything going from outside. They also did not foul a lot in this game, and the Magic have been uh, known to foul a lot in these first couple of games in the season, but they only gave up 9 points from the free throw line versus the Magic's 26 points from the free throw line. So we didn't give up a lot of free throws and we got to the line a lot and made our free throws as well. So that is a good sign there. We also outscored the Sixers in the fourth quarter 32-15. to That was really the difference in the game. Otherwise, this game was tight throughout. It was constantly either a tie game or one team was up by two or three points the whole time. So it was a very entertaining game and the Magic really broke it open in the fourth quarter in about the last five or six minutes of the fourth quarter. Aaron Gordon was a huge part of that as well as Nikola Vucevic and DJ Augustine also made some clutch shots coming off of the bench and getting to finish this game. It was a very balanced effort from the Magic as well. Definitely guys that stood out in this game were Nikola Vucevic who had 25 points and 12 rebounds. Aaron Gordon had 18 points, 13 rebounds and 7 assists. Jonathan Isaac, 12 points, 5 rebounds, right about his averages. Evan Fournier had 13 points on good efficiency. Markel Fultz had 8 points, 4 rebounds, and 3 assists in limited minutes. Only 21 minutes on the night for him. He should be playing more. Steve Clifford, I think he just needs to play him more. Um, I understand the injury concerns, but he is a basketball player, and the only way he can improve and really help this team is by being out there on the floor. 
if you're going to start him, I think he should play starter level minutes uh, and be playing more minutes than DJ Augustine, of course. Uh, off the bench, we had three guys in double figures. Terrence Ross with 13 points, Michael Carter-Williams with 11 points, and great defense the whole game. And DJ Augustine, who had 12 points, 5 rebounds, and 8 assists. So definitely a solid effort, a really well-balanced effort from the Magic with 7 guys in double figures. And this was a big game for the Magic because this was probably one of the best teams that they've faced uh, early in the season. And yes, they did not have Joel Embiid in this game, but they still are a good team without him. Definitely an encouraging win for the Magic, and hopefully this can build momentum going forward to finish out this homestand and going on into the rest of the year. As Magic are only half a game out of the seventh seed in the Eastern Conference currently, this is their time to make a run to really get back into the playoff race and be considered a serious contender in the Eastern Conference. So the final score in that Sixers game was 112 Orlando to 97 Philadelphia. Overall, a great game. Definitely need to see more efforts like that from the Magic. And before I let you go, uh, I would like to preview the Magic's game Friday night at 7 o'clock against the San Antonio Spurs. Uh, This will be the fourth game of their five-game homestand, and it's a good test against a always well-prepared team, although they are currently struggling. The Spurs have lost three in a row at this point. Guys to watch out for in this game are, of course, the All-Stars, the veteran All-Stars in LaMarcus Aldridge and DeMar DeRozan. Uh, Always have to look out for DeRozan in the mid-range, his pull-ups, his drives, his floaters. Uh, He's also very good at getting other guys involved, finding open shooters, so have to be aware of him. And of course, LaMarcus Aldridge is obviously a terror in the mid-range as well and in the post. So Nikola Vucevic has to be very aware, as well as Mo Bamba or Jonathan Isaac. Any of our bigs have to be very aware of where he is at all times. Uh, DeJounte Murray is also another guy to be aware of. He's a great slasher, great defender. Uh, Really need to be aware of where he is. He can cause a lot of havoc on defense and force turnovers. And generally, we have to watch out for the Spurs bench. They have a lot of good guys that can score off of this bench. Patty Mills, Rudy Kay, Marco Bellinelli, definitely a lot of guys to look out for there. So if the Magic can guard the three-point line and slow down one of DeMar or LaMarcus, I think they will have a very good chance of winning this game. If they play anything like they did against Philadelphia, they will definitely win this game. And that would take us to 3-1 and one on this homestand. And hopefully we could close it out being 4-1 if we win our game against the Washington Wizards on November 17th. So thank you for listening to Behind the Sidelines. If you want to follow me on Facebook or Instagram, again, that will be Behind the Sidelines on Facebook and Behind the Sidelines 407 on Instagram. So I hope you enjoyed this episode and have a wonderful rest of your day.